Welcome to the Stuck and Rut Podcast. Got him. Dropped him. Nice shot, buddy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stuck in the Rut podcast. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode. It's been just such a tough year for our family, and we've been focused on family. So I wanted to bring on this guest, Alicia Zemlika. She is a good friend of mine, and she just came up to do her first Alaska moose hunt with me. (laughs) Many of you know we don't invite a lot of people to come hunt with us, but Alicia is one of those people that is a really accomplished hunter. She archery elk hunts in Montana. She doesn't even own a rifle. She's just pretty much a straight bow hunter and kills a lot of big elk every single year, even solo. And we first kind of planned this hunt a few years ago and it didn't work out. She got pregnant and had a baby. And then last year she had a a newborn. (laughs) So this year we made it a plan to get it done and she came up and we had quite the experience and a few good stories, including a moose charge that we had to kill in self-defense and then um, herbal and so it's just been a whirlwind of a week for sure and (laughs) we wanted to share the story so hope you guys enjoy (sighs) she's leaving today alicia how how are you i'm bittersweet i don't want to go home but i also do want to go home (laughs) because i miss my baby yeah (laughs) but it's been kind of fun kind of crazy wild it's been an adventure yeah first time hunting alaska we had quite a fun wild crazy story or stories and so we wanted to kind of explain that on here we had an interesting self-defense situation and we all tagged out and there were highs and there were lows and the worst weather you can imagine in alaska too so we had a little bit of everything um so we'll just kind of start from the beginning. We originally planned this hunt, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? Peyton's a year and a half, so we would have gone two years ago. So we've been planning it for about three. Yeah, and what made you want to moose hunt Alaska? Just met this cool girl on the internet <laughs> that lived in Alaska. And I was like, <laughs> we would have fun hunting together because she's actually strong enough to pack out quarters. And <laughs> People ask, how do you meet? I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. Put <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I know, but I don't know who through. If it was like through Cody Rich or... I can't remember either. Like a podcast or something. Hmm. I just remember like, this girl's cool. She shoots a lot of archery elk. Was it elk Every shape? single year. I don't know. Maybe it's elk shape. No, well, maybe. Maybe. Good old Dan. Yeah. It could have been Dan. So... So yeah, for those of you that don't know Alicia, she lives in Montana and she's big elk hunter and she's like... She doesn't even own a rifle, right? Yeah. Or <laughs> like a hammer down. My mom's 243 is in the safe. It's not even in my safe. It's in a friend's safe somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah. she's like, I'm coming up to Moose Hunt and I'm going to bring my bow. And, you know, I got in with a bow last year. So I'm like, oh, I think it's doable. And two years ago, she was going to come up and then you got pregnant. And so. Which was great because we'd been trying for like three. Yeah. <laughs> three years. So we were so like, a surprise, right, but. Let's push back the moose hunt. We don't want you here when you're six months pregnant yeah. packing moose quarters. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. No. It was hard enough not pregnant and in pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah. And then last year, I was like, you're going to be postpartum. Yeah. You're going to have a new baby. I don't know how you're going to leave mm-hmm. that new baby for a week or two. Mm-hmm. There's no way. 
and thankfully you trusted me there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now your baby's a year and a half and it was still hard. It was still, still hard, but she did good. Yeah. Grandma and daddy were back at home. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us about um, just getting up here, like how you got ready for it and what you're most excited about. Um, I've been a, like a pretty avid CrossFitter for like seven years now. So I guess that is just what I kept doing to get ready physically. I felt strong. Um, and the strength wasn't really even an issue here. It was like, well, kind of, but I just kept getting like muscle failure walking in the tundra. My legs would just Mm be, gosh, after like five minutes, you have to stop and rest because it feels like a gremlin is holding your foot under the tundra. (laughs) Every time you go to, you have to like rip it out of its hands and then take another step and like yeah it's just really really hard to walk for anyone that doesn't know how to walk in the tundra in alaska it's i can't even explain how hard it is you just look at a hillside and you're like oh cool we'll just like go walk we'll take this easy route to get over to where the moose is and there's no easy route like you you get there and then it's six foot tall alders and or grass or swamp or like (laughs) you just don't even know yeah (laughs) <laughs> looks dry, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. So you were pretty so, prepped physically. Yeah, like physically I was prepped. Really me- strong. Mentally, I just didn't even know what to expect. I mean, I'm pr- I'm scared of the dark. That's always something I have been, which didn't change here, mm-hmm. especially with bears. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, mentally, you just got to do it. If you want the end goal bad enough, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. So you do it all the time. Um, and then you had sent me my moose packing list. And mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of. Slowly over the course of a year, got all my stuff. Yeah. Brought a lot of rain gear, <laughs> extra boots, extra everything. Yeah. So we went out day one. And we should mention Adam had done a little pre, yeah. pre-scouting, pre like the week before I got here. Yeah, Adam nice and bulls. I had done some pre-scouting. And Adam and I even chased a pretty big bull mm-hmm. pre-rut, like yeah. early season. He was probably high 70s, maybe even went 80, just a really, really big bull biggest bull we've ever seen and he gave us the slip and so we had some ideas of a few different places that these bulls were holding but it was still pretty early i mean even before september 10th they might have cows but then they leave the cows the next day and you just don't really know where they're going to be at and they yeah, just they take running off. yeah they weren't like yeah they taking w- the bow they don't you call. really need <laughs> you really <laughs> need to have one come into you because yeah you could walk 20 yards by one in the tundra and you'd never see it in those yeah. alders there's alders or willows yeah they just hide. So we had kind of a, a spot picked out where we knew there was a couple pretty nice bulls in there, but it was going to be a, a newer spot that I hadn't hunted. And, you know, we like to hunt with a lot of elevation where we can glass and see. And this spot was literally like flat and <laughs> just no place to even glass. Yeah, climbing up trees to try to yeah get looks at things. It was and the only way you're gonna probably see something is to call it in or rake it in or run into it if you're timber pounding or just moving super, super slow through the brush and glassing, you know, mm. every few steps, which takes forever and it's really hard to be patient with. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty discouraging day one. I was like, Wow, this is what it's gonna be like, huh? Like you just I don't know how many times I got my bow caught up and tangled in the like alders and yeah. dropped it in the swamp and like oh yeah. my god that poor th- I don't even know if it's sighted in anymore <laughs> it's probably <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> so Alicia was like well I really really want to try with my bow but if I need to I'll I'll shoot one with a rifle so I'm like okay we'll we'll try so 
Adam flew me in the day before, and of course we can't hunt same day airborne, so flew in, dropped us off on like this gravel bar, and it had been pouring rain. We just had the worst weather last week, and it was pouring rain, and it was starting to flood, and so I had to set the tent up on like the highest point of this gravel bar to make sure that it didn't flood our tent. And then he went back, Alicia dropped her off, and it was kind of weird, because when he dropped me off, I just kind of had this weird feeling like, huh. I don't really like this spot. Like, I wasn't super excited. I just something <laughs> felt weird about that spot. <laughs> and uh, later we found out why. But um, we got everything set up. I was pretty much soaked trying to set up six-man by myself by the time you got there. <laughs> and all I of my so gear bad. got wet already. But we brought a propane heater, a six-man tent, two cots. So it was pre-cush camp for, you know, Alaska. And so I dried my stuff out that night. The next morning we went out to get Alicia, hopefully find this big bowl we were looking at and hopefully call him in or rake him in or figure out a way to get him close to Leisha so she'd have a chance at the bow. So we leave camp at first light and knew when sunrise was and everything and it was just barely light. We had a full moon that night before too. And for some reason I put my rifle in the pack and we both had a 454 Casual pistol on our chest at all times. But I put the rifle in the pack because she was freaking bow hunting you know <laughs> and like I'm supposed to be calling for and so I think in my head I had an idea to well we need to cross this creek get up on this bluff so we can start hiking kind of to where where this bull was last time we saw him the day before and so we just barely left camp for maybe 15 minutes <laughs> we're just walking and kind of talking and we moved through this little alder brush to get to a, a shallow spot of the creek to cross because again, it was flooding and like where we could have crossed the day before was now flooded. So we were moving to some different areas of the creek and we had to go through some brush to get there. So I'm moving forward and I get to this gravel bar kind of in the middle of these two little creek crossings we had to do to get up on the bluff. And Alicia's like, stop, there's a moose. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this was easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there, except it's a tiny moose. Yeah. <laughs> so I stop and... I finally see its horns. It's just a small little bullwinkle, you know, maybe two years old. <coughs> and he's in kind of in the bushes, but we're in the wide open and we're just looking at him. And I'm like, there you go, Alicia. There's your archery stock. Just kind of joking, <laughs> joking around. He could have been a legal bull for her. I mean, he had in this area, we had to have at least three brow tines um, or 50 inches or bigger. And he was definitely not 50 inches, but he had three brows, but it was super tiny. And so we were obviously chasing a pretty big bull. So we're like, we don't want this bull. We'll just let him walk by. And we were, I think 25, probably 25 yards then. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. Oh yeah. I think, but he was just kind of like feeding and didn't seem super aggressive. He was kind of looking at us, Yeah, but we're like, all right, where do we go? We couldn't really go back cause we were crossing the Creek. And what I've seen moose do too, if they're ruddy is they'll hear you come through the brush and come running in if they want to fight Check you out. Yeah. And so that's what I think happened. I thought, well, we just went through some brush. He's coming close to us because he heard us come through the brush, but he's going to recognize real soon that we're not a moose and he's going to go away. So, you know, we do a little wind checker. The wind's blowing right at him. He's downwind 25 yards and he's still standing there. I'm like, all right, any second now we're standing in the wide open so we can see what we are. Um, you know, we're talking and then he kind of yelling at him. Well, yeah, kinda, when he turned, I guess. Yeah. He kind of turned and kind of came at us like a little bluff charge so we both and we both like grab our pistols really quick. And I'm like, Hey, Hey, Hey. And I'm, I'm yelling at him and he comes like, he just like charges to this 
bush right in front of me. It was probably like 12 yards, yeah. like under 15 for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> I definitely backed up then because he just came right up to that bush. The hair stood up on the back of his, you know, on his spine. His ears went back and his head was down. He started just aggressively raking that bush under 15 yards. Like <laughs> I was like, oh crap this boy wants to fight yeah and i don't have horns to fight <laughs> and so let's get out of here yeah so we're like we got to get out of here we can go back because behind us was straight alder brush if he heard us crashing through there he'd probably come in harder and so we needed to sneak around him quietly in some way that he didn't see us so he's raking that bush and i i yell at him and i'm pointing the pistol at him and i'm like hey you know yelling and he's still freaking downwind and um the wind was kind of switching too, but it's like every time we checked the wind, the wind was blowing right at him. <laughs> and so it was kind of weird because I thought he was kind of cornering us. You know, like we'd move to the right a little bit and he would go right. Yeah. And he would like keep us cornered under 15 yards. And then we'd move to the left and he'd move to the left. Yeah. And he was just like hurting us. Like, nope, not letting you yeah. get around me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I don't know what you were thinking in that moment. You've never seen a moose before. <laughs> I was like, wow, is this really normal? Like, okay, well. I guess this is what we do in Alaska. <laughs> You're like, oh, this, this is normal, right? I'm like, no. I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure drawing our handguns on him was probably not what usually happens. Yeah. So we're like, okay, false charge. He's really not going to charge us. So we kind of move to the right to get around him, and he goes over there and starts raking another bush. And all of this is kind of a blur, but I think what happened is he was hidden enough behind those bushes that I thought we could get around him. Yeah, we kind of like. We like ducked, ducked around, around while really he was quiet. breaking and his head was down, ready, like getting ready to fight. He was even pawing the ground. Like I remember him yeah. kind of kicking the ground with his feet, which is not a good sign <laughs> for us. So we move around him to the left. We stay upwind so that he can keep smelling us. We had to cross a little creek to get up on that bluff. And when once you're up on the bluff, it's like wide open. No alders. You've got some willow brush like up to your chest as a human. So he can see, we can see. Um, it's still a little bit loud because you're moving through that brush, but it's like wide open tundra. And we just got distance. We just kept moving away from him. And we were like, oh my gosh, that was so close. You know, I'm so glad we got around him. I was kind of looking back there. He was still kind of raking, right? Mm -hmm. Like he was still over mm -hmm. there. And then I was like, I'm going to strap my bow to my pack real quick. Yeah. <laughs> in case this goes Western, I have both my hands. Yeah. Like that's how scared I was. I was like, I don't want my bow in my hand. I want yeah. a handgun in my hand. So... I strapped my bow on my pack. Yeah. And she then strapped we, her bow. We I started don't know. heading back towards camp because we're like, let's just go back to camp. <laughs> right. We literally did. And I should have at that moment taken my rifle out. I don't know why I didn't. But I was like, I really am not shooting this bull. Yeah. I really did not think yeah. that was going to happen. No. So we keep walking back towards camp, circling around on this bluff instead to find another spot to cross the creek where he couldn't see us. So we probably have like 100 yards distance from him at this point before he realizes we're gone and he looks around <laughs> and we're completely upwind of him our wind is still going right at him and i swear that thing either saw us smelled us tracked us but he like came across the right. creek right where we were followed our tracks exactly where we were walking and now we're looking back like holy crap this moose is following us now He's tracking us down. He's coming. And you could tell, like, he just started getting more aggressive. Like, he was like, okay, I'm ready to fight. Where are you? And I didn't know if he wanted to kill us. or like, I'm, like, getting a stomachache. 
just talking <laughs> it's about PTSD. this again. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. revisit it? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just like moving a little bit faster and he's closing the distance on us. And I get to the creek to kind of cross the creek and get to a place where we could maybe hide and get close to our tent again. And I get to a point in the creek and I step down in it and it's just way too deep. And I know it's like over my head deep. And I just turn to Alicia. Yeah, and I suck like, my trekking pole in it all the yeah, way to and the bottom like, and I still can't touch the bottom. We're pinned. Oh, no. We're stuck. <laughs> we have nowhere to go. And you can't outrun a moose anyway. I mean, she's like, even if you cross the creek, he's coming across the creek. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I just turn around. I had this quick thought, get your, you know, I need to get the rifle. And then I thought, A, he's going to be too close. And B, I don't have time. And so with our packs on and everything, we just turned and faced him. He was now like 30 yards and coming at us, just strong. He was not stopping. I yelled at him. We're like, let's do a warning shot. Put my arms up. He (laughs) got too close. I did a warning shot to give him one last chance to turn, and he didn't. That warning shot almost pissed him off even more. He put his head down, his ears back. The hair went up on his back again, and he just came. And at that point, I didn't know. She's like telling me, don't shoot yet, don't shoot yet. But in my head, this huge giant, I've never seen an Alaska moose, so even though it was a small one to me, that thing was huge, and he was coming he's like like 15 yards i'm like can i shoot yet you're like no can i shoot yet no i'm like why can i shoot this thing is gonna trample me (laughs) then like when you finally said yeah let's shoot i was just like this is gonna hurt like he's gonna trample us because i i shot he didn't even budge yeah and i was like he's not gonna stop even if we get bullets in his vitals he's not stopping he's gonna trample us (laughs) yeah and you know i've had a bear charge me and a bear runs very fast moose don't he wasn't running fast, but he was coming. He was like walking really aggressively <laughs> and fast to fight. Yeah. And so when they fight, they will fight. They will trample. If they think we're wolves, they'll trample you. If you've ever seen a moose like stomp a bear when they're trying to take their calf, that's what they would do. And so I wasn't about to wait to see if he got no. right to me to decide if he was going to no. stab me or not. So what we started <laughs> shooting at like what, 10 yards? and I think like 15. 15 and then started shooting. I think when... You dropped him on the third shot at, he was like eight yards from me. Yeah. <laughs> from your feet. He dropped. So that first oh. warning shot didn't budge him. He, he just came harder. I was like, Alicia, wait. She's like, Tana is getting really close. I'm like, girl, you got to wait. He's, he, <laughs> we have to let him get close. She's like, now I'm like, no, wait. You know, I was just waiting for him to get close enough because you have to make those shots count when you have a pistol. Sometimes you can't hit the broadside of yeah. the barn with a pistol and they're big. Yep. And... <laughs> Even me, like, I think I missed that first shot. And uh, then I spined him, and that's what dropped him. And that, it was just that instant relief of, like, oh, but then we just, like, he can't get us, you know? Like, as soon as he hit the dirt, we were running towards camp. Like, we didn't, didn't even, like, wait around. Like, make sure he was dead. We were just, just like, like, get the heck out. So, (laughs) dropped him at eight yards from Alicia's feet. Um, It was just super intense. And yeah, we like recorded a video right after of just, oh my gosh, we just shot a moose. And I had recorded a video before he, before we had to shoot him saying, um, this isn't cool. We got an aggressive bull. Like he's turning really mean. Like this isn't, this isn't good. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to put my phone away. (laughs) And I did. And then, and it, it was just hard to explain how this moose was because it's like, okay, 
why did this happen? Was he just going to sniff be... us? Because I kind of doubt it. No. He was <laughs> like, not just a curious move. I've seen curious no. moves before where they come in, they're looking at what you are, they smell you or don't see what they're looking for, and they turn around and run away. Yeah. In the rut, they're a little more dumb. This yeah. one is obviously young and dumb. Like, he was coming to fight us, even though we weren't a moose. <laughs> huh, Maybe like, he was blind. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that that thing, I know when an animal gives you the look of, I'm going to mess you up, and he had it. And yeah. that's when I did the warning shot, because I'm like, this thing already bluff charged us. We've already, like, ran 150 yards away, and he's now followed us the entire way. Yeah. This no. is our last option. <laughs> yeah. This is what I have We to weren't going to outrun him. No. And we weren't going to wait for him to get two yards away to start shooting either. <laughs> no. That would have hurt real bad. Yeah. The size of their hooves. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's like the th- the size of my quad. And he was coming for you first. I know. So <laughs> thank you for dropping him. <laughs> you saved my life. She um. was like to the left of me and he was circling, coming right at her. And so I had like a quartering to me shot. She had a, a straight on shot at the chest and that's pretty hard to hit with a pistol. I will say like, even though they're big, it's not like they're super wide on a frontal shot. And you're just like, is this really happening? Am I really going to have to pull the trigger on this pistol? Like, is yeah. this going to happen right now? And then, yep. It was definitely scary. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, people are going to ask about, you know, self-defense and it's a defense of life and property or DLP. And then you have to, you know, report it and do the paperwork and bring in the troopers. Well, I hadn't any bull tag. And though I wanted a giant this year, like I was chasing, I did not want to deal with all the, the paperwork and the BS that comes with DLPing an animal. Yeah. You just, you don't want to do it. And that's why it was like, man, I really don't want to shoot this bull. Like we gave him ample time to get away and ample time to turn around and many opportunities to be like, hey, we're not a moose. Don't fight us, you know? And I don't know what he thought we were, but I think he was just dumb and Mm -hmm. just had a death wish maybe. And let's just, (laughs) let's just point out how selfless you are because I said I would gladly take that moose because that is a nice sized Montana moose. (laughs) And (laughs) Tana is like, I am not letting you take that <laughs> no moose. Way. You did not come all the way to Alaska to take that moose 20 minutes into the opening day. Yeah, literally. Like, oh. Right at first light, he was only 40 inches, guys. So he was a small little bull. And he did have three brows on each side. So technically, mm-hmm. he was Could've. legal for both of us. Yeah. And that's the other legality of this that I'm sure people aren't educated on. And they'll probably be like, oh, you can't both shoot an animal. In Alaska, the way that it works, if you are licensed and tagged for that animal, you can shoot at it. So Alicia and I both shot at it, obviously in self-defense, but, I but she it. could have tagged it mm-hmm. and I could have tagged it. Yep. And so it was completely legal for both of us to be shooting at that animal. Now, if I was tagged out or she was tagged out, that would be a different story. Yeah. And, you know, if we're tagged out, we aren't able to shoot that animal or back somebody up or whatever. So that's the legalities of it. Um, we even have a friend that's a trooper and like checked with him on all of this stuff. And he's like, yeah, just tag it. It's the easiest way to do it. So... Have a good tasty bowl. We just ate his burgers. Tastes yeah, delicious. Really good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good bowl. <laughs> but uh, we were not walking back up to that thing without a big, strong um, man like Adam. So <laughs> I messaged Adam on the inReach. He was still sleeping. He was at home with the kids. It was, you know, a weekend. So the kids didn't have school and he was. they were all sleeping in. And uh, your husband is awake, though. Like yeah. you, <laughs> you were messaging him and he was, was just like, so calm. So can you get a hold of Adam? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll get a hold of him. Adam is so funny how he explains it. 
my husband's a man of many words, and he's like, hey, Adam. Hey. How's hunting? Oh, it's good. How about you? Oh, it's good. <laughs> Your wife didn't know she yeah, was dying. You're supposed, to, <laughs> you're supposed to call the girls. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed so calm. Yeah, he's really? always calm. I've never seen him worked up. He'd be like, oh my gosh, she almost died the first day up there. What are you doing? Come home. <laughs> I am positive if we didn't shoot that thing, he would have trampled us and yeah. I probably would be dead. Or really, really, really. Well, we probably would have drowned in the creek behind us. Yeah, because we, we had like about on the creek. 45 pound packs on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have time to take our heavy packs off. Yeah. No. <laughs> but anyways, Adam flew in and. We watched him land, and he got out of the plane. He's like, ladies, I'm here. You can leave the fenced-in bear fence area now. <laughs> like, I just had this fear right. that that moose, for some reason, was just going to like pop up, even though I knew I spined him. Yeah. I thought he was just going to like pop up and track us down to our tent. I know. You know? <laughs> you, you just have these fears of like your body is in such fight or flight yeah. that you can't think rationally. Your body's just like, I need to survive, so... We did leave the fenced area and we walked up to it without him. And he was down, ended up finding a shot through the lungs and then spine. Mm-hmm. And so, pretty yep. sure we hit it twice out of the the warning shot, your shot, and my two shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, people ask me a lot too what pistol we shoot. And it's a Taurus Raging Hunter 454 Casual. That's the one that saved my life on that 10 foot 6 brown bear last year. And pretty impressed with that gun. And I'll probably continue to trust my life with it yep. because it saved me a couple times. I'm going to have to get one. Yeah. Although I don't put myself in grizzly bear situations back in Montana. Well, I stay yeah. clear of the grizzly bear woods. I thought the bears were the, my problem. But apparently moose are too. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be I careful. I don't know if an elk would ever do that. I don't think so. I like I really think so. don't think that. They don't seem aggressive like no. moose. Like they see you, they're, they are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. And then we shot the Buffalo Boar defense rounds. They're 360 grain. And so I always have those two. And man, I just, I've learned to always have a pistol on my chest from my experiences. Always, always, always. No matter what. Even if you're taking your pack off. Even if you're, you're going outside to go pee. Animal, going outside <laughs> to go pee. Like always have a pistol on you. And then second lesson that I learned from this is probably always have a rifle in your hand. We had no, we didn't have two rifles on that one. No. You had your bow because mm-hmm. you were like set to bow hunt. Mm-hmm. And then I had a rifle and a pistol and you had a pistol and a bow. Yeah. And then and quite frankly, <laughs> after that, yeah. I did not want to get in bow range <laughs> yeah. of a moose yeah. again. I was pretty scared. I was like, like, what if you're calling one of these huge ones in? Yep. And he pegs you. And oh my gosh, I was pretty nervous. <laughs> well, I was nervous to call. As you know, I was yeah. like, you wouldn't be too bad because... Usually the bow hunter is ahead of the caller and you shoot the the moose as it's coming by to trample me, you know, calling. Yeah, right. So here I am like imagining myself raking a bush behind you for a big bull to come in and it's, he's coming to me to fight me and to trample me. And I have to hope that you hit him great with an arrow so that he doesn't. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Don't bounce that one off the horn. <laughs> I get it that one, right? <laughs> so... Anyway, we got the whole thing worked up. He was actually, I couldn't believe it. I've never really shot a small bull or a small moose in general. He was, to me, was I small. was like, this thing's giant. Yeah, I mean, but still a big you, body. you, were like, oh, small. I'm like. And when he was coming to us, like, I remember I was eye level with, like, its armpit. He's still, like, the size of a horse. 
a bigger, Clydesdale, like yeah, a, a huge bigger horse. horse. Yeah. And I don't know how tall they stand if it's like 10 feet or something, but they're, they're just so tall. I just, I remember like eye level with his armpit is where I was when he was coming at us. Yeah. Which is such a big animal. I guess I was eye level with his chest because that's where I put the first. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then Adam came and rescued us. Yeah. <laughs> he helped us pack it out and quarter it up. And but his quarters were like elk quarters yeah. or like a little bigger than an elk quarter. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was light. His we did it made in only two loads pounds. with all three of us. Yeah. He, he did so. not have near as much meat. So. That was cool to see, but I knew it tastes good. And so we flew everything out, and surprisingly, we just stayed out there. We're like, nope, we're going to keep hunting. We moved camp that night, didn't we? No, oh, no, we, we stayed the there. Next day. Oh, yeah, and then the next day. Yep. Yeah, okay. yep. so he stayed there, but we were like, you know, we're not hunting. Or maybe I said this. You didn't seem too scared, but I was like, I'm not hunting this area unless I have a man here. <laughs> He's like, a big, I, strong <laughs> protector. I know we saved ourselves, <laughs> but also I don't want to do that again. Yeah. And... It is so flat. Like, you could run into a bull at any point, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to deal with that again. Yeah. So, Adam and his buddy flew in. that They were both going to be hunting that weekend. and Well, the buddy wasn't originally. <coughs> Brad wasn't originally supposed to be there. Yeah. He, he was, was going to caribou hunt. Go caribou hunting, and then... That didn't work out. That so didn't they work out. So showed up. So, yep. like, cool, now we have two protectors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have an extra rifle. Yeah. Have a few extra people. And... We hunted all that next day after that same big bull yeah. and just could God, we didn't not stop from like find him. 7 a.m. until, would we get back at like 5.30 mm-hmm. to the tent? Man, we just motored all day. It was hard hiking. My first experience with Tundra, hard hiking, mm-hmm. like legs tired, back tired, tired of carrying a bow. Like it was just. Carrying heavy packs. Heavy, heavy packs. Yeah, you don't realize how much stuff you have to take in Alaska. <laughs> It was super windy, too. And really windy, yeah. It was hard it was to call. And rainy, and it just kind of was a a miserable day in a weird way, but I was really, I was really um, probably negative in my mind after that day. I was like, wow, this is going to suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. Why did I come here? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we probably walked 20 yards by a moose and had, you just can't see anything in those thick alder patches. and But... Got back yeah. to camp, <laughs> was ready to lay down and eat some food. That night, that night we moved, right? Yeah, Adam. We decided like, oh, we really don't want to hunt this. You didn't want to hunt yeah. it either. You're like, it's so flat. I just, I'd rather go somewhere to glass. Yeah. So we went to our backup spot that we knew a nice bowl was in. And we landed there that night, moved. It was... I just remember being so exhausted by that night because we were just hiked dragging all day. everything to the camp. And like then we had to like, re- like repack everything and then mm-hmm. unpack and then reset up camp. And like we barely got all that oh, before yeah. dark. And then it was blowing like 40 to 50. Yeah, we and forgot. a huge the, storm came in. That little moose. When you and Adam had <laughs> oh, yeah. left me on you the beach with all of our gear, there was this nice moose coming down the other side of the riverbank. And I was like... 400 yards. (laughs) Yeah, like 400. But there's so many rules that I didn't know here. Like in Montana, like I didn't know if you could shoot over the river. That was my first eyes on like a good bull. And he wasn't like, I, he only had two brows on each side. So I didn't. He was like low 60s. I didn't know if he was wide enough. I mean, I knew he looked like he was 50, but I didn't want, he only, if he'd had three brows on one side, I'd have been like, okay, cool. I'm shooting this moose. But I also didn't know if you could shoot over the top of a river legally. And there was just so many questions I had. And then 
Adam flew back and he landed <coughs> as I was like running down the beach to go try to shoot this bull or get a better look at him. And then at that point, then it was the airborne rule. Yeah. And then we couldn't hunt anymore. So that hunt was over, but it was really cool. Like, whoa, I yeah. finally, finally saw a nice Alaskan moose. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. And then I was pumped. Yeah. So come back. Adam picked me, all the rest of the stuff up, landed back at camp where our new camp was and glassed up a bull right from <laughs> camp. Yeah. We're like, that thing's a nice bull, like legal. We didn't really know what he was yet, but. He looked nice and we put him to bed like he bedded, yeah. you know, that night when it was dark and mm-hmm. sort of like, all right, we feel pretty good about tomorrow. Who was he, so. 1,800 yards? I think he's like 1,600, so he's a good, you know, close to a mile away. Yeah. Which, a mile but it was really in windy the tundra? That night. <laughs> yeah. It's a long way. Yes. <laughs> and we had swamp between us mm-hmm. and a big muskeg. And you always hear, in Montana, you hear people like, don't go over a mile or two in the tundra. Definitely don't go over two miles because it's just too hard to pack and go that far. And I guess I never really understood that <laughs> until you put yourself there. You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. It's a good rule. Yeah. So let's go kill this bull at two and a half miles from camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could take it from here. So this is your hunt. I was already tagged out on like the biggest moose I've ever killed. <laughs> <laughs> the tastiest moose. Um, so yeah, we uh, put the bull to bed, ha- ate a nice meal. We were exhausted from that day, packing up camp, moving, getting our new camp set up. Dealing with PTSD. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a coming off a big adrenaline rush. And yeah. So we slept pretty good that night. Thank goodness. This is the only day we woke up and there wasn't fog. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, woke up this day and uh, peeked out the tent. It was still too dark to see anything. So, got ready, got our gear set. Either way, we were going in and uh, just could barely make him out in the binos when we got enough light. And I'm like, there's his body. I think it's him. Well, watched him for like five minutes and he moved. I'm like, okay, it's definitely a moose. It definitely has antlers. That's a bull. Let's just try to move in on, on him. So, we... We moved to pretty quick. Yeah, we did move pretty quick. We got down there in what half hour, forty five minutes. I think, minutes? So. So I think it was like forty five minutes. But through the swamp and everything, yeah. we got eyes on him from our first little. We had pre-planned our route with glassing points, so we got up to our first glassing point. He was still kind of standing in that same spot. We're like, sweet, let's get up to the next glassing point, and we got up to the next glassing point where we thought we could shoot from. At this point, I had put my rifle down, and I was like, or the bow down, and I was like, I'm just taking the rifle. <laughs> yeah, she was done bow hunting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to get that close to a moose again. <laughs> and, uh, but we're like, uh, I think we could shoot him from this ridge. Well, we could only see his antlers in the alder from this spot, and only for like five minutes, and then he disappeared. And we never saw him again all day. And we sat there. We had moved to position ourselves quite a few times to see if we could see in differently, but with our wind, we couldn't really get too far in front of him. And so we kind of spent most day, yeah, soaking wet. Oh my gosh. Wind like you wouldn't believe, rain like you wouldn't believe. We spent most of the day under the glassing shelter. What's that one called? It's a seek outside. Yeah. Glassing tarp. Oh. And, uh,. <laughs> Um, yeah, spent most of the day under that waiting and we were just like, I know he's going to stand up tonight and we're going to be right here 400 yards away. It's going to be perfect. No, never stood up. Never saw him. We like closer to dark. We started like, she started raking trees and cow calling. We were just trying to do anything to get him to stand up because we just knew he was right there. 
No. Mm-hmm. Nope. So we started hiking so back to camp at dark. Him. It was like right at dark. We started hiking back and I was like, well, maybe if we get back for far enough to where we can glass back up in there before dark and we can just at least locate him for tomorrow. We never did. We got back to camp. We could still kind of make out that mountainside and you know, he wasn't there. So I was kind of bombed. I was like, he ghosted us. Either that or I was like, either that or he's still laying down. Maybe they smelled us today or heard us or something and just kind of got nervous. I didn't know. I was like, crap. So went to bed. Next morning we woke up and couldn't see a thing. So foggy. Like you couldn't even see out the tent. So like, (laughs) well, that sucks. Because we went back to bed. Yeah, it was raining, (laughs) foggy. So we just went back to bed for as much as you can. I can... I can never really sleep after I wake up, but we laid there for a while, and finally we're like, well, let's just go anyways, like get ready and just hike anyways, Um, We'll maybe do some blind calling, and at that point, actually, when we were getting ready, the fog started to lift, so you could see a little bit up the mountain, and we were glassing where he was, and we gave it a little bit of time, and the fog just kept lifting and lifting, and we could almost see the whole mountain, we're like, guys, he's just not there, like, crap, he left the area. And we got all of our stuff on. We're like, let's just walk down this ridge. So we were like on one high spot ridge. He was on the mountain across from us. There was like a canyon between us. And uh, so we just kept on our ridge so we could keep glassing over into there. And we walked down probably about a mile. And I got hit with a monsoon hurricane again. (laughs) Like multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. And so we set up the glassing tarp again and just sat underneath of that. And we're glassing and I was like eating a snack and... Oh, that wasn't the time yet. You glassed up the cow. Yeah. And I looked over at you. You're like, there's a, there's a moose. And I looked at you and I was like, I don't even want to put the binoculars up where you're looking at on that mountain <laughs> because it is way too far away. <laughs> and I looked. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, how they are we moved. <laughs> yeah, they moved. <laughs> we didn't even know the bull was there. So we're just like, well, what do we do? We're like, well, she disappeared into the alder. So we're like, let's just kind of get some different angles. And the further down that ridge we got, you could see more of the backside of that where it kind of opened up into a nice, I don't want to say meadow because there's no meadows. In it's the, a willow basin. <laughs> it's a willow basin, yeah. Um, but um, so we were maybe two miles from camp at this point when we got hit with another torrential downpour. So we were under the tarp glassing again, eating a snack again. <laughs> lots of snacks and um it was so funny i spotted i'm just looking through my binos eating a like a bar and i just spotted these antlers and my binoculars and i like threw everything out of my hands <laughs> like my food was flying and i was like moose paddles <laughs> i was like there's the bull because he was like right across from us at that point um but our wind was terrible and yeah. so that was bad but <laughs> so funny we just start scattering like tennis trying to get in the binos i'm trying to get the spotter set up and we finally uh get the spotter set up and let's go back to the first night we were here tana and i were just sitting here comparing i was like this moose has huge fronts like that one in the video you sent me the week before i flew out here and she's like yeah it kind of kind of does and we started looking and i'm we both were like that's absolutely the big moose from the videos and like yeah i sent her a video of a bull like two weeks ago and she was kind of kidding i was like i'm saving this one for you the big one okay probably never gonna find him again yeah and it was the same bull because it was a long ways away from where you guys had seen him and i'm like so we start like 
every inch of this like moose side by side comparing it and we're like this is the big moose <laughs> from the video this is him you even sent adam a message he's like no it's not <laughs> i like, don't remember what he said yeah, but he was is. like um and then i remembered his friends and i'm like i found a set up there yeah. a couple years ago with yeah. friends like that so i was like i think i have history with this bull yeah <laughs> so at that point it became pretty special because we had footage of him and uh, some side-by-side pictures that were just like, it's him. Like, we yeah. knew. And when I saw him in the spotter, after we first spotted him, he came out kind of in the sun. When the, you know. Oh, yeah. So you could see the, the big little front, moments huge of fun fronts. sun we had between hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, Alicia, and so, that thing is huge. He is 70 And I was day. like, no way. No way. He's not. Don't jinx it. I'm like, he I'm is like, 70. And meanwhile, I'm like texting <laughs> Lucas. I'm like, oh, my gosh. We found the big one. And he's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like, yes, we did. And we're on him. And um, we had to circle all the way around him to get the wind right, though. Yeah. So anyways, we find him in the spotter. We freak out. Tana's like. Alicia, he's way bigger than I thought. And I'm like, ah, now I'm really nervous. <laughs> and uh, we had to make a decision at that point as the rain is just, you, you could barely even see that moose over there. It was raining so hard. And we're like, let's leave everything. Drop our packs. Leave it all. Grab the guns. Run a half a mile. Get, well, you don't run in the tundra. Move quickly a half a <laughs> mile. Get across a swamp like a quarter mile swamp and get up on a high spot and try to do all this before dark and before he moves out of the area again or before he wins us. <laughs> and so we did, we got over there and we were freezing cold, like shivering out of our skin. We were so wet and yeah. the wind was blowing. So it, it just so kind of makes you hypothermic pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's just remember being like talking. We're like, okay, so like, <laughs> <laughs> And Tana's like teaching me how to use this rifle thing I've never used before. It was super cool. And I'm like, so I'm just going to shoot it when it stands up. Like, (laughs) whoa, this is so cool. And so we got to where we ranged. It was a thousand yards. We're like, shoot, that's too far. Got to keep going. Got to the next button is 546. His paddles were just like, you could see them from space, I think. But, um, Yeah, he's yeah, huge. His neck was and nose were up in the air, sniffing the yeah. cow in front of him. And he just looked so big on the yeah. hoof. I was like, that thing is a freaking monster. And I thought, okay, I could rake, I could call, but the thought of having this guy run at yeah. us and I was like, me out. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know I just, we have two rifles yeah. now. <laughs> I know. It went back to my like instinct of like elk hunting, where I was like, they don't know we're here. Let's not let them know we're here. Yeah. And I just kind of was uncomfortable with calling. I don't know why. Because I don't really call at home, I think. So I was just like, no, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Which, maybe not not right for moose. But anyways, we were getting cold. We sat there for an hour, shivering. I was like doing push-ups down in this hole, trying to like, yeah. warm myself up. And Tana was like, I'm going to get hypothermia. Because the wind was so bad. And uh, so we're like, all right, we're calling because we can't keep sitting here. It's almost dark. we got to get him to stand up. And so Tana called. And he picked his head up and looked our way. We're like, oh, he heard it. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> usually if you know anything about moose calling, women aren't very good at it because we don't have those pitches like the guys voice, have. Yeah. And I was like, do it again. And it was really windy and yeah. 550 yards away. I just yeah. didn't think he'd hear it. Yeah. And pouring rain. Yeah. And so she did it again and he kept looking. And then he kind of laid his head back on the ground. I was like, oh, man. I was like, we'll do it one more time. So she did it again, and he picked it, his head up and looked our way again. And you could just tell he was starting to get nervous. He's like, hmm, not really nervous, but he's, like, looking around. And 
And I could just tell, I was like, Tana, he's going to stand up. Because he could just tell, like, he's rocked. And I was like, here he goes. And then he stood up, and I just put my crosshairs on him, and they held for two minutes, two or three minutes, I can't remember. Um, and I just made sure I was so steady. And, like, for some, like, somehow I turned off the shivers. Mm-hmm. Like I was shivering so bad, but I just told myself, like, Alicia, you have made it this far. You have got to stop shivering or you like are not gonna make this shot and somehow i turned it off and i was so calm when i pulled the trigger i was like i just smoked that moose even though i couldn't see i didn't know Mm -hmm. i pulled the trigger and i was just like i knew it i knew i smoked him and he just stood there didn't even move and i was like oh my god did i miss (laughs) you're like oh my god i went in him (laughs) so i reloaded the gun real quick and i spined him on the second shot and he just went down and i just like kind of got relieved but also like just was watching tana's like just get another one in and wait if if you see his vitals again just shoot and i could kind of see him flailing his horns were like flailing on the ground and then i saw him like rear up and backwards like tipped over and i was like he just died (laughs) but i don't think i really got like so excited right then because i just still wasn't sure you couldn't see him he was down in the alders yeah. The cows had gone over and kind of stood over the top of him. So we were pretty sure he was down, but didn't know if he was only just down because he was paralyzed. Right. We watched the video of my shot. We couldn't tell where it hit. So we assumed it hit guts and just were like, maybe we should just give him some time. So I didn't really get that like initial, oh, heck yeah, yeah he's down. He's down yeah. Because we, see. <laughs> we just didn't know. And yeah. so... He and never moved. Like yeah. the bushes stopped moving and he went completely. I'm not still. sure what you had told Adam in that that time this just that we got a moose down and we need your help quarter well, in and not even that. Adam was already flying in, remember? Because he, oh, yeah. he was gonna hunt. He was gonna hunt with us the next day because we were like, We're not gonna be able to yeah. call this guy in because we were like, We need somebody to call this moose in for yeah. us because I wanna be close to you to back you up in case anything happens. Mm-hmm. And like in a self defense situation, I'm still tagged out so I can't just like shoot shoot. But I wanted Adam back there to call so that it wasn't me back there calling, being trampled by a moose and all that. <laughs> so that he was already flying in. And so oh, that's right. I messaged him because he was in the air. And I'm like, we have a bull down. Do you think you can land somewhere closer? Because we were 2.2 miles from camp Yeah, where you shot this thing. Yep. <laughs> across swamp and some of the and worst stuff. And we still had 500 yards to ever. go to get to it. <laughs> yeah. And so... Adam kind of flew in. He was able to land, like, kind of right next to us like, where we were. Yeah, like, eight, right on we the bridge. We were, like, 890 yards, I think, is where he yeah. landed from that bull. Yeah. Which was so nice. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he landed. We walked over to him, and we're like, woo, you know, like, I think we got a moose down. And yeah. he actually conf- Did he fly over it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so he confirmed it was, it was down. And, uh. We all walked up to him. And we all walked up to him. And uh, it almost dark. I just remembered, like, I I looked at the paddle I could see, and I just was like, oh. And, like, it hit me, and I just turned around and covered my mouth because I could not believe the size of this thing on the ground in front of me. And I hadn't even got to look all the way at it. I I was waiting for you to, because you were videoing it behind Mm -hmm. me. And I just, like, my eyes filled with tears. I just was like, this is huge. Yeah. She was just speechless. I just couldn't even. I was so excited. And then I walked, once Tana got up to me, I walked around the corner, and I was just like, 
this thing is like two Clydesdales. Yeah, it was like twice as big as the but bull we shot with the like pistol. more than twice. It was, I, it was like an elephant <laughs> <laughs> to me. I was like the body and the massive antlers. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, thank you, God. And that I told Adam like I think he's seventy, and he's like, no, and he pulls his tape out, and goes to measure it. <laughs> 71 and a quarter. 71 and a quarter. <laughs> Complete shock <laughs> among all of us. We're yeah. Like, <gasps> He's like, I underjudged that. <laughs> he was kind of a little jealous <laughs> at that point. He's like, man, I would have shot this bull. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 71. I know. I just felt, and then I felt bad because you're like, I haven't even shot a bull this big. And I was like, then I feel so bad. Oh, I didn't want to shoot bad. a bigger bull than you. It was awesome to see you but, experience it. Gosh. And then... I don't care who you are, how strong you are. That hindquarter pack out. I mean, we only had to go 800 yards. I had to stop like 18 times. Yeah. Like, man. pack out. But yeah, we just gutted it that night to get holy guts out. Hiked all the way back to camp, which was 2.2 miles away. We got back like 1 or 2 in the morning. Then we slept in, came back, quartered it, and then it took us two full days to pack out. Yeah. So it was Because the project. weather also. The weather was bad. Rain was bad, so it was a, a long, long recovery process, yeah. and we just finished cutting up his meat a couple of days ago, so yes. it took us pretty much a whole week, yep. but all in all, we got two bowls in four days. Yep, and then, so we got that bowl packed out, and then Adam's like, sweet, you ladies are at the house, I'm going to go hunt, and then he goes and kills a huge moose, he had to one-up me, <laughs> and uh, uh, we spent... All of yesterday, packing that moose out, and that's his best moose, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, man, what a cool, cool yeah, experience! Tell a story on that one. Yeah, he'll have to do that one because he put a lot of work into that moose. <coughs> yeah, yep. It wasn't just like a one day thing; it was total of a a lot of time. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, so I am excited to get home to my baby and. We lived Alaska. <laughs> and Congrats, you survived. Yeah. Got a nice moose. Yeah. What would you say to people that think moose hunting is so easy for us? Oh, my gosh. I would roll my eyes at them. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> hardest thing, hardest hunt I've ever been on, and I've been hunting for a long time. Yeah. But you ain't in Kansas anymore, kids. <laughs> Can you tell people like where to find you and Oh yeah. Uh just Alicia Zemlika. I just do my thing on Instagram, Facebook and um if you're looking to buy any hunting land in Montana, I uh I am a salesperson for Great Plains Land Company and uh I will get you hooked up with a sweet hunting property. So if you're looking to buy, sell or just invest in Montana, I'm your gal. Yeah. Now you're headed so. back there to go kill an elk. Yep, that's right. So, well, thanks, Alicia. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming up to hunt with me. No, thank you for taking Your beast me. Beast mode. Well, you are. Watch we did it. Deadlift rear quarter, just like yeah. nothing. <laughs> well, you That's have to. You can't hurt you. your back. <laughs> I had to bring a strong woman. I could do this. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Yep. That's it for today, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review and also reach out to us with any questions. Until next time.